Hey everyone, Justin here with Whitetail Theories Podcast. On the mic, we have a special guest checking back in here. Uh, we have the seasoned butcher, so we have Jim Denzine, and we have Charlie Anderson. What's up, fellas? How you doing, bud? Hey. Good, good. Um, so, for you guys that don't know what the seasoned butcher is, we're definitely going to jump in here. We're going to let you know for the listeners that are either just joining us or maybe missed last year's episode. But the seasoned butcher is your field-to-table uh, type content. It's your it's your field-to-table type company. Uh, and I'm going to let the guys jump into it and, and tell you what's going on. But last year um, is when we, we met up with Jim and Charlie and... You know, they weren't, they didn't even have a laptop. These guys weren't doing nothing with content, but they had years and years of hunting um, and field to table experience. So they've kind of taken it to the next level here. But we wanted to check in. We wanted to check in with them, see what they're doing here. Um, you know, we, we've been seeing them all over social media and we know they're doing great things. So we wanted to get on here and kind of let the listeners know what's going on with them, um, kind of what's going to happen in the future. Um, but guys, Kind of, kind of tell the the listeners here for those that don't know um, a little bit about yourselves, um, you know, and, and what the season butcher is. No, absolutely, Justin. We appreciate you guys having us on. Um, maybe I'll I'll go first here on this part, and then Charlie can fill you in on kind of the last year being a blur. Um, first and foremost, the season butcher obviously is it says it in the title. We're we're a seasoning company first and foremost. And a lot of people hear that they, they may not realize what, you know, the word seasoning means. We actually have prepackaged seasonings that for those of you that want to DIY and live the field to table lifestyle, you can actually go to our website, the seasonbutcher.com and pick from categories, whether it be jerky, fresh sausages, smoked sausages and bologna, summer sausage, snack sticks, that type of products where you pick your flavor and then what comes with it is prepackaged seasonings for 25 pound batches and you literally follow the instructions and run your meat through your grinder and mix it up and away you go. And there's a little more to it than that, but that's that's the basics. And uh, so we're a company that that provides that as well as the equipment. We're really a, a home butchering supply company, an e-commerce business. And we, we service products or provide products for hunters and homesteaders. Because it's not just hunters. I mean, there's a lot of homesteaders, whether they're raising poultry or, you know, raising hogs or beef. And, and that's where we, that's our niche right there, to literally walk people through that whole field-to-table experience. <clears throat> so... I know I t- when I when I mentioned it, I'd said field a table, and that's always what I group it into. But I know I know you guys, you know, are obviously way more than that. That's just one of the many many facets. But um, you know, one of the main reasons I, I wanted to get y'all on was because for those that don't know, the season butcher is actually our June featured partner. Um, so kind of what that featured partner is, it's a time for us to kind of educate, uh, let people know about the partner that we're partnered with, why we're partnered with them. For for a lot of people that don't know, we 
we partner with companies that that share the same values as Serviceside that we do at Serviceside. Um, you know, they they live that lifestyle every day, um, and they provide great products. So you know, a lot of people are sitting there right now with some game meat tucked away in the freezer, and you know, being June, uh, you know, we're not a lot of us are letting our deer grow and. And uh, doing chores around the house, getting ready for hunting season, but you got meat sitting back in there and you might not know what to do with it. So, you know, that's also where these guys come in, not just providing the product and the equipment, um, but also kind of showing you exactly what to do. Right, exactly. And I'll maybe let Charlie segue here, but that, you know, that ties into kind of maybe where we left you hanging, you know, what's the last year been like? And, Charlie can tell you that, you know, kind of what we've been doing to provide and provide content for that person, whether they're a newbie, um, no experience wanting to get into the whole DIY field to table, you know, process. It could be an intermediate, could be advanced. Um, you know, we have people making contact with us that really represent all those categories. And maybe Charlie, you can chime in here and just kind of share what, what we set out to do as far as uh, what Justin said, they're providing content. Well, here at the season butcher, um, as many of you guys know, Jim and I, we grew up with this passion of hunting and we've been doing this for decades on decades. And what we see here is there's a big void, a big void in the, not only the hunting industry, but in as the homesteaders also, with inflation and prices and things going, there's a big void where there's not a lot of um, content out there for people how to bring their game from the field to the table. Now, you can find all kinds of content out there on how to walk out of your house, get to your pickup, sit in a tree stand, and as soon as that harvest is on the ground, they're done. There's no more. And for the novice, even, that's been out in the field, harvest their first animal, what do you do with it? What do you make out of it? And then some of the people, some of the comments that we've got through some different channels and on some different platforms, I'm going to use turkey hunting, for example. We've all heard it from, from other hunters. Well, it's kind of tough, and I, I don't know what to do with it, and you know, no matter however I make it, it never turns out. Well, here at the Season Butcher, what we want to do is show you how to take this game, make it into a quality product that your whole family enjoys. Because everybody knows is if your family enjoys it, they're going to support you and back you to go out there, and you're going to be able to hunt more. Who doesn't like sitting in a tree stand or out just being outdoors more and you're supportive because they know you're going to bring this game home that you got all your time, money, the best equipment that you can buy and why short yourself with the most important part to bring that back to the table to make something tasty that your whole entire family can enjoy. 
Yeah, for sure. And and I'm really glad you kind of went down that route because, you know, that's something we all know. Like you it, it doesn't matter if you watch the news, you don't watch the news or whatever. We all we've all seen it. Just take a trip to the grocery store like we were talking about earlier. The the prices are absolutely ridiculous and um, you know, so much of the content does stop at that kill. I mean, you definitely gave it credit cuz I mean, a lot of the content you don't even get get that stuff, you know, to the point you just get where the deer's laying on the ground and nobody knows what's happening to it or what's going on. Um, but it's definitely, it's definitely something where if, if you're not in it and you're harvesting game animals, um, you know, you want to make the most of your meat, your game animals. Um, and I know that's a good podcast. We're going to touch on it another time, but you know, kind of taking a step back here, um, for our, let our listeners know, I'm, I'm really curious myself. This last year has kind of been a whirlwind for y'all. You know, you started out with, you know, literally on a, an idea and a dream here. And within the last year, you guys have grown it, you know, exponential. Um, so if you guys don't mind either you, Charlie, or you, Jim, kind of, kind of give our viewers, even if, in a summary form of, of what this last year has been looking like since you guys t- uh, took off. Sure. Um, I, I want to tie kind of maybe, uh, uh, you know, put the conduit being, out of this launch and the backstory, I'm going to keep really simple here, but we had an opportunity landed in our lap. Our, our provider of these products where they're packaged, they're all hand packaged. This is a American made company right here, small town, Northern Wisconsin, small town, America, hand packaged many, many decades of history behind these recipes. Um, we live in an Amish uh, Mennonite community um, farming community. So very, very rural setting where there's history into sausage making for one and a lot of hunters and homesteaders. So without going further into that, you know, those details right now, we can save that for a later time. The opportunity was put in front of Charlie and I to market these products through an e-commerce concept. Right. And so, we first had to decide that we wanted to have a side gig because initially, because we both have careers and jobs and, and family and kids and just like everything else. So there was a many month process into deciding. And then once that decision was made, um, you know, all the background stuff, you know, web, the web developer, you know, names, branding, et cetera, et cetera. So fast forward to now we're, we have a business, right? We have products. Now what? And we knew from day one that we wanted to market them through the YouTube uh, social media concept because that's where hunters can connect, right? Um, like your your hunting club membership with Servicide, where we tend to cling together as a community. And so we knew that we needed to make content. So when we came into this, and this is almost looking back, we sometimes laugh at it. When, when we say we didn't have a computer editing software, zero experience taking photographs, zero experience filming, I'm, I, that is not an exaggeration. Charlie and I, I remember, I, I can't tell you the exact day. It was sometime last March or early April. We drove to a town 45 miles away, went to a Best Buy, walked in, and they said, how can we help you? And we said, well, we got this little business called The Season Butcher, and here's what we're going to do. We need some help we don't even know where to begin. And they took and showed us a gaming computer and we're like, okay, that's kind of cool. Um, what do you need for software to edit? Is that in the computer? And they laughed and said, no, you, you walked us over to another aisle <laughs> and showed us editing software. Right. 
And so when you say, where did you guys start a year ago? It's funny because before we hopped on here, I went to YouTube. It'll on the 16th here, we posted our very first video 10 months ago here on May 16th. So we've not even hit that one year mark. Our website has only been open. It'll be one year in June where we flipped the switch and went live where people could actually fill a shopping cart. So when you say, what's the last year like? It's really been a giant learning curve. It's been trial by fire or whatever analogy you want to use. And that really ties into where we started on the call that when we're sitting here trying to think behind the scenes and brainstorm and mastermind, and we, we use the term spitballing all the time. We just spitball ideas back and forth. We sit here in our minds trying to figure out how to help guys like you, Justin, or other members or people we're trying to reach how to do what we take for granted, right? So we, we know for decades the table fare that we provide for our friends and family, right? But now to actually film that and slow down and explain to people how they can do that is a whole different animal, no pun intended, but it's, it's, it can be frustrating at times because you think you did it right and then you look at the video and say, who's going to watch this? Um, <laughs> yeah. So we, it's been, it's been an, you know, evolution of content. And, you know, we were, I was talking to you last week and you, you paid us a compliment and said, man, you guys are hitting your stride. And we, we appreciate that feedback, but we also know that, you know, Rome wasn't built in a day and it's a journey, but we're, we take very serious that topic that you just asked about. We're, we're, we're kind of proud of what we've done in one sense. And because we're perfectionists, we're, we feel like we're still only maybe, uh, a 7.5 on a scale of one to 10, right? No. Yeah, I, I definitely get that. And that's actually the, the whole basis for why I asked that question, because, you know, we talk often, um, you know, and I, I kind of know what's going on, but that's what I wanted the listeners to know, because I, I get all the time, you know, I get the questions of, you know, how do I pursue my quote unquote dream or, or how do I chase after this business idea? Or I have an idea and, you know, I tell people all the time, I'm like, for one, you got to get up and go after it. Um, you know, which you guys did driving to another city, talking pretty much to a complete stranger um, to try to f- at least get a basis of what you needed to do so that you can evolve. I mean, we're all, you know, we all seem to have common sense, especially talking with you and Charlie uh, multiple times. We all, you know, we're not dumb. We know things, but that learning curve is what um, is normally the biggest thing. And I think that deters a lot of people. Um, and that's why I mentioned y'all's success because looking from the outside in, I'm like, wow, this company just got started and they, you know, already have a, a good following. They already have good quality products that they're able to maintain. Um, you guys keep up on your content, um, you know, which which I think is awesome because during turkey season, who doesn't want to see a turkey get taken, you know, get killed, um, whether it's in a family setting or a personal setting, and then get be turned from field to table, which I personally love to see. I've gotten crazy ideas. I've never been much of a sausage maker, so that's actually something I'm starting to venture into. And then I talk to members all the time that are in service sites. So we got members like Grant, we got members like Vinny. You know, they've used your products and they're already like, oh my gosh, this is a game changer. Like I can't believe that uh, you know, I've been missing out on this all this year. So it's almost like you guys too have that effect where once someone actually does utilize either your content or you know your product um, or whatever it may be your field to table site um, they're able to actually 
you know, most of the people that I've heard, at least the people I've spoke to have been like, oh, wow, like I'm, I'm going to continue to do it this way. Um, and, uh, you know, you guys, I guess the best way to put it is I like that you're well-rounded. So you're not just, okay, we got a slab of meat here. Uh, this is a turkey breast. Um, you know, it was killed by Charlie last season sometime. You know, you guys actually take us out there and you do the hunt and then you transform it. And I'm going to back up just a second here, Justin. Yeah, yeah, go ahead, you, How long have you been hunting? So I've been hunting a pretty long time. As far as uh, being out there in the environment, I would say probably nine, ten years old. And then as far as having a gun behind my, you know, uh, you know, pulling the trigger, I'd say probably around like 12 was when I was pulling the trigger myself. And you've been eating that game ever since, correct? Been eating it, and I'm, I'm 32 years old. Now... I'm going to use you as an example a little bit here at the season butcher of really what we're trying to do. You just said less than two minutes ago after watching our stuff, wow, I got some sausage ideas going through my head now. Now for the guys that been them experienced hunters, they've been doing this for numbers of years. We're not here to totally change who you are and what you do. We're here to help expand your mind and take them them harvest and maybe turn it into something different, a different variety, a different flavor, uh, a different things that you can do with it. And that's even the experience hunter. Yes. We all want to help the novice out, you know, get them started, get more hunters into this industry and live this field to table that you can enjoy. But also the guy like yourself that I don't call a novice we just expanded your mind like, man, okay, I can, I want to try something different outside the box and have it turn out awesome. Yeah. And you know what? Family, family played a big part in that too, because we can, to us, like uh, one of you guys had said, be, you know, taking it for granted. Well, we don't realize that, you know, when I quarter out a deer, for example, you know, I take for granted, I'm like, well, you know, that's two hind quarters, that's two front shoulders, there's a tenderloin. But when someone like my girlfriend, we'll use my girlfriend, for example, when she sees, she's just like, oh, that's a cooler full of weird looking meat, that's legs in there, you know, that's how she looks at it. So to me, I like too the portion of, of how you guys do with your presentation where I'm able to take things y'all are doing um, transform into something that's a little more quote unquote presentable when I'm serving it to the family. Um, you know, if her parents come over, uh, or whatever the case may be. And I've done certain things where I've made dinner, um, this past year and I've tried new things and she, she couldn't even, she wouldn't have known the difference if I didn't tell her, um, you know, on, on different takes of, of cuisine instead of your, don't get me wrong. I love a good old backstrap, just sliced up, dropped in a fryer, or cooked on a stove, but at the end of the day, you know, you can't eat it like that every day. So we all do. Don't get me wrong. We just because we specialize in a lot of different summer sausage, snack sticks, you know, different bolognese, don't don't give us wrong. We still are them good old blue collar country boys that, you know, I I like the traditional. You take that back strap and you can flour it, deep fry it. That's good oh, yeah. one day. Next time, wrap it in bacon and put it in the smoker. I'm I'm sold on it. But there's a lot of that out there. Here is something a little different. Something that, you know, I my wife is a prime example. We we've, we've been married now 
eight years. We're blessed with two young boys, four and six, and them are the prime taste testers. My wife came as city as city could be, and I am blue-collar country as you can ever imagine through and through. And for me to introduce her into my lifestyle and to enjoy it, I really refined my wild game processing. Yeah. And it, 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 oh, I'm it, sorry. it sucked her whole family right in. Even, even my in-laws, they were not big on the whole wild game. But until they had it prepared right, cooked right, processed right, they love it. And it just, it gives you a warm, fuzzy feeling. It, it's no different than when you harvest the game. We all get that nice, warm, fuzzy feeling. But at the end of the day, when you have people sit down at the table, friends, family, your your backyard cookout, and not only did you barbecue it or cook it, but you processed it, you made it, and they enjoy it. It's that same warm, fuzzy feeling as the kill. Yeah, no, that I, I, that's a, the best way I've probably ever heard it, it put out there. That that feeling, those that know, they know. You know, when when you're when you serve up just that dish, that's not just for your boys at the hunting camp, which is great, but also for for the family, like like you said, that that either wasn't introduced or didn't have it the right way. I've, you know, I, my girlfriend had mentioned one time, well, I don't really like deer meat to it's because it's too gamey. We've all heard that, and I'm like, wait, what? What? What do you mean too gamey? Like, what do you mean? Um, and then I'll cook it for, and she's like, "This tastes completely different." I'm like, "Well, yeah, I season my, I season my meat. I cut it, cut it properly, and obviously, I have grandpa and, and great grandpa that taught me too. You know, I'm not taking any of the credit. My recipes were passed down too, but um, the seasoned butcher's taking it to that next level, and 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 I just love that. You know, I I love that you guys showcase that, and I don't see anyone else that's that's been on that level. Um, I'll even say it, even as far as meat eater, you know, a lot of the stuff that gets made there, it's it's stuff that I'm not normally going to cook. So with you guys, I like that it's an everyday person, real life, blue collar, same as 80% of us that do this, you know? Right, right. I was going to chime in there. It's funny you brought up meat eater because we're big fans. I mean, I'd, I'd love to meet Steve Rennell. I During COVID, Wyatt, my son Wyatt and I sat and watched every Netflix video he's got, and I'm in awe. I mean, that was part of why, going back to what I said when we started this, we knew that the, the best way to share the field-to-table lifestyle was going to be through video content, right? And we initially were just going to film the meat making, the different meat making videos that you see in our DIY section on YouTube at the season butcher, the YouTube channel. And then as we started buying this equipment, Justin, Charlie and I laughed one day and said, you know, people don't realize where we're getting this stuff from. I suppose we could film our hunts too. I mean, after all, we just bought, you know, we upgraded to galaxy S 21s because Best Buy told us we needed to do that. So we did. And got a computer and got editing and then we bought 4k 4k cameras um from one of the the hunting websites that you can get cameras and uh so we got that and bought tripods and got tacticam action cams and all of a sudden we're like okay we can film some hunts too now we'll really show right the whole field to table thing and so it's kind of funny you bring up you know, meat eater, because what we're trying to do is take it more to, to main street, right? That I think 
I sit and ponder out of the 15 million hunters that exist in this country, every year there's roughly 15 million plus hunters that take to the field in some way, shape, or form. What percentage of them are doing it, you know, where they really don't care to eat it per se? Because there is a percentage of them. Right. But I would say for the bulk of us, you know, we're doing it to put table fare in the freezer. We, you saw a video we posted the other day that we're pretty proud of. We did a event one morning with the CEO of Hunter Nation. His name is Luke Hilgum and he's a friend of mine, lives about an hour from here. And Hunter Nation is an incredible nonprofit, incredible cause. But it's funny because we asked Luke what he wanted to call this particular video. He did a short little interview for us. And I pulled it up in front here because I didn't want to botch it. But he shares, it says, uh, Hunter Nation CEO shares why why the field-to-table lifestyle is important to the future of hunting. And I want to challenge everybody that takes the time to listen to this to answer that question for themselves. If, if a non-hunter asks you, why do you hunt? You know, if Justin, if somebody comes up to you in Florida there and says, why do you hunt? can you honest to God answer that question and, and tell them why that you're, that you're, you know, putting protein in your freezer. It's a renewable resource from God and that you feed your family with it. And that's why you hunt. That's where Charlie and I are coming from. When he says we're just blue collar hunters, that's, that's not, these sound like fancy catchphrases, right? Feel the table, taste the tradition, but they're not, it's the way we live and that's why it was so easy for us to to launch the business, start the channel, call guys like you and say, hey, here's what we're doing. And it was funny because people would respond back, well, how can we help you? And the answer was simple. We just need to get the word out there. We know what we have. We just want to help other people. We want to help other hunters, if that makes sense. Yeah, for sure. And, and it definitely does. And I hope the listeners um, definitely hear it from from the way that I'm I'm uh, perceiving it. But, um, you know, I, I, going back to, to mention a meat eater, you know, like, yeah, we see the, you know, the game get taken and then a game made into a meal. But, you know, you guys have taken it to a whole nother level with adding the spices, adding, uh, you know, I, I've never seen a meat eater episode where he's telling you what spices he's using and how to package it after. You don't eat the whole animal right then and there. So what do we do with the rest of it that we haven't taken? Right. Um, so that's that's what I like about it. Um, and I know there's a lot of other people that like that, too. It's just something that I don't I don't see. And, you know, you guys are doing pretty good with getting it out there because, I mean, look where you've you've come since you said 10 months. You're not even at a full year yet. Correct. Correct. And and we're told because, again, Charlie and I laugh because people are like, you're doing great. At times, we want to see the numbers go much faster. Right. And, you know, as far as that, that, you know, people seem to gauge your success on your subscribers and your views and and all that. I saw I looked, I think it was yesterday, Charlie, we cracked one hundred and thirty thousand views, I think. And. I just happened to be in there and I clicked a button and it said the views and I'm like, wow, that's kind of cool. You know, when you sit back and think in less than 10 months to have 130,000 views on some of your content, I guess tells us, it gives us feedback and says, hey, we're doing something right because people are, they're coming back to watch again. And that, that kind of makes us smile. 
You know, and it should. It really should. And and I've been I haven't been in the hunting industry my whole life. Obviously, I've been hunting, so I've always been around it. But you know, that's what I look at. It was ten months ago. Guess how many views you had? Zero. <laughs> you know, like you have a hundred and thirty thousand people. And and I, I mention this to Jimmy all the time. You know, you have a hundred and thirty thousand people right now that say I like what you're doing. Um, you know, give or take, obviously that number is not, you know, a hundred percent spot on there, but you have around 130,000 people that love what you're doing, um, or encourage it or believe in it or whatever the case may be. Um, you know, I always say that too, just with the members that we have, you know, the, the 800 members we have, I tell, I say it all the time. I'm like, those are the, the 800 people that I want in my circle. And, and it may seem like a lot, a big number, but we've been around, uh, you know, 11 years now, going on 12 years now. So for me, I look at it as that's 800 solid, solid, solid hunters that I want in my corner um, that I can learn, teach, grow, etc. And that's how you guys should definitely look at it too. If if you ever have those days where you, we all want to be better. I mean, if I could get a thousand, two thousand members in service site, I think it would make it the best hunting club even better than it is now, just because with more people you have more opportunity that's that's the name of the game but you know I, I love what you guys are doing and i think especially after a year you know definitely give yourselves a pat on the back because you know 130,000 a zero to 130,000 is a pretty big jump there well what's kind of refreshing is is what people can see the videos and they can see our website what they don't see is how many nights you're up editing, working on things until 9, 10, 11 o'clock at night. Then we're getting back up at 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning, working our regular jobs, you know. And it's that grind that you got into this. And at the end of the day, it feels like you may not be going very far. But when you start looking back, and we have one bacon video that's that's right at 80,000 views. Venison bacon, 80,000 views. It gives it gives you drive knowing that there's people out there that is harvesting game that is looking and wanting this content of what to do it. You know, it makes it feel very refreshing that your hard work I may have the sale is the bonus. If somebody comes to our website, buys the seasoning from us, that is awesome. That is a bonus. That's the cherry on top of the Sunday. But just knowing by the views that I have influenced and helped 80,000 people how to make venison bacon at home gives me the biggest, warmest, fuzzy feeling that it's next to shooting a nice buck or a turkey, or it's it's very refreshing. And that's one of the huge reasons why we, we at Service Side definitely love being partnered with you, with you guys, both of you, Jim and Charlie, just because, you know, we want to be partnered with companies like that. That's what I want. I want the passion. And I, I totally understand. I You have to pry me from my computer, especially working from home. I just, you, you have so much passion and you just want to spew it and make it perfect and, and make sure everyone, everyone feels that feeling that you're feeling. And uh, it'll, it'll never be a, it'll, you know, we'll never finish the grind, but, you know, definitely hearing the passion behind it. Um, I know that goes a long ways with a lot of people. 
Well, we appreciate the compliment. I, I, I was going to circle back to something you said, because maybe this, this is another way to challenge people, but you mentioned 800 um, staff, you know, staffers, members. I would, I would ask this question back to all 800 of them. If you're not living field to table, I would ask, first of all, why not? And then if you're, if you're doing the normal thing where you're, you know, eating your steaks, your roast, maybe canning some venison or that type of thing, if it's deer meat, if you're not, if you've not expanded into things like jerky, uh, you know, hamburger, fresh sausages, I would, I would ask, well, why not? What are you, what are you, you know, what are you afraid of? Is it, is, do you not like eating it? Do you, you not, do you just not know how, I mean, that's why we're here, you know, which I know we're going to cover on the next podcast, but that those are, those are things that I would ask because I, when I see what we're doing and I see the response, right. When I have the CEO of Hunter nation here and we make meet with his kids from the Turkey youth hunt. And before we did that, recording of him talking charlie ran up and actually made the polish sausage so it's a type of bratwurst you know for those that don't know what polish sausage is it's in that family right and made them ran them back down we had buns and ketchup and mustard on the table nothing else no no side dishes nothing and they loaded that up and put it in their mouth and and they literally they stopped at eating too because that's you know we we, we had several people down there, but I think they'd have ate everything we made if we'd have let them. And it was kind of <laughs> comical because we filled their cooler up and sent them on their way. And they were blown away. And I'm not just saying that because I'm trying to sell somebody. They were blown away, had no idea that turkey sausage would taste like that, right? So when, when I hear that, I want to throw the challenge out to, you know, all my fellow hunters and say, well, why not? Why, why would you not want to learn how to do this, especially with massive inflation, sticker shock at the grocery store? Charlie went through the meat department. We're both spot checking what's going on. <laughs> I mean, you're looking at 17 to $20 a pound for steak. Hamburgers getting up depending on if you're buying it on, you know, red tag sales or whatever. But when you're seeing 5 to $8 a pound hamburger, I mean, we've got, if money's not, a reason I don't know what is Justin. I mean, I mean, come on here. Yeah. You've got if you're killing these animals, look at the money you can save. I mean, now it's to the point where it's thousands of dollars per season that you can save. So your ROI on your equipment is so easy to realize, right? Yeah, and you know what? You're and it was I, I was just laughing about that because I know when Charlie, Charlie, when you said that this morning about going to the grocery store for the first time and, and God knows when you're just eyes. You got to put your eyes back in your head because it's so freaking ridiculous. I mean, it's, it's extreme. And that's where I asked that question too, is where, why not? Why wouldn't you do it? Yeah, we, we understand it. It takes a little bit more time. It takes that tiny, tiny bit of money, but you're still saving in the long run. And it's something that's more enjoyable. Cause I tell you what, I'd rather be, be processing my own meat or someone that I personally, personally know, like you guys, um, something like that, then, you know, and I, don't get me wrong, I'm not knocking no small businesses. Everybody's trying to make their money. A small business is one thing, but when you're supporting bigger meat chains here and you have no clue, 
you know, for all you know, that thing done dropped on the floor four or five times and was hosed off, put back in the package. You you have no clue. I like knowing what I'm putting in my body, especially the older I get. Amen to that. We agree. <laughs> but we uh, definitely. Charlie, for well, the listeners that don't know that story, you, you got to tell us. You, you just walked into the grocery store and, and you got to see what, what 2022 is looking like, huh? It was... For me, as you guys, if anybody, the guys that are familiar with the season butcher, we make and see due to our videos, we make a fair amount of meat. I mean, uh, hundreds of pounds a month. We, we process, make, make our videos. So we eat a lot of our own stuff. So I don't have to go to the grocery store. I mean, yeah, your vegetables, your lettuce, your, your common core. Yeah. Get a gallon of milk. And be honest with you, my wife does 90% of that shopping because I'm busy. So last night we were in a pinch a little bit due to work, you know, and everybody's hungry. So I stopped at the local grocery store, told my wife, I'll go in, I'll see what they have, see what's on sale, and I'll make something. Well, I walked into the grocery store, went to the meat aisle, and I I haven't been in there for a long time. I'm going to say four or five months into the meat aisle and I about got floored. I started looking at things and I'm like, Oh my God, last weekend I just made some Polish sausages and I know adding up my prices, I just made them for a dollar 75 a pound. They have them sitting up there. I only get five of them, five of them in a package and they want six bucks. I'm like, are you kidding me? Five of them for six bucks. That's over a dollar per one sausage. I'm saying I just made stuff for a dollar seventy-five to a dollar eighty-five a pound, not a sausage. I was just I was floored. And the more I walked around and looked at the prices of stuff, I'm like, wow, I am really blessed with being able to do what I can do and have the knowledge to make such quality products. And I'm looking at these products and tell they're not of the quality that I'm used to eating because of how we make it in higher prices. And I was just, I was really, really floored. I had to take a step back and wrap my head around this. And it just, I'm like, we're really doing a great thing here. It really made me feel that much more better about sharing what, what we can help everybody out to do. Yeah, no, no, 100%. And I, my, I'm in the same situation you are, you know, my, uh, Christy does most of the shopping and the normal things, milk or butter, things like that. But I, you know, I have a garden, so we have our vegetables from there. Um, I live in Florida, so I can grow year round. I usually have three or four crops every year. Um, so I do, I do fairly well with that and I don't do much either. And she'll tell me, she'll be like, I got these couple things and it was 40 bucks. And I'm like, wait, what, where's the rest of the groceries? There's like two bags here. Um, so I, I've definitely had a huge wake up call lately seeing that. And I'm the same way. I'm so thankful. I'm almost like planning my hunting season now of the groceries we need. <laughs> well, exactly. I mean, that you could open up more rabbit trails. Charlie and I were just talking about the fall because we're, we're not a lot different than a lot of you. You know, we, we, we like to have our target buck, let's say, right. To, to try to, kill and harvest the biggest you know scoring buck we can get 
But then there's the economic situation we find ourselves in right now, right, as a country. And we were just talking the other day and we're like, you know, if this starts, if this gets much worse because of the price of gasoline and the cost of fertilizer and all this, I mean, we're we're adjusting how, you know, whether we're going to put any little kill plots in or not. And, you know, we're watching all this unfold and we're like, you know what, we're going to take advantage of these antlerless tags. We're going to change the way we hunt. You know, now things could turn around. Right. But I, I don't think that's going to happen. And I'm not making this political, but I just don't think it's going to happen. And now it's getting to the point where, you know, families should be getting nervous. Right. So, we're canning venison. We're canning salmon we caught in Alaska last summer. Um, we're thinking about, you know, how we're going to fill the freezer this fall. You know, we just uh, we just bought another Lem vacuum sealer from our, you know, from our ourselves because we we sell those, and uh, you know, to to have something quality so we can keep things in the freezer longer. These are thoughts that you start to have, right? And. And it's all because of the sticker shock at that at the grocery store. I mean, that's what's causing us to even plan as as dads, as providers for our families. Yeah, yeah, that's it, it's one of those things where it's like I, I I love the call up to to harvest even more now because you actually know what things cost and the route we're going. And I mean, honestly, the the worst hasn't even begun i think in my opinion and i won't get i will keep the uh, podcast positive but you know i definitely think it's going to get worse before it gets better and people are really going to see uh you know especially now you know they're they're talking about a baby formula uh shortage and i'm sitting over here like you you do realize baby formula has only been around like the last 50 years uh civilization has been around since millennial so i'm sitting here like uh so we're gonna let the last 50 years determine what our child eats uh you know for nourishment or whatever the case may be so you know that's where i get with it too it just almost makes me feel like now's my time i've got the superman pose going on when i tell my girlfriend about the hunting season because i'm like i got you know i'm gonna save us this amount of money and we're gonna try different things and and different takes on on foods and the way we process things um and, you know, even though she's not a hunter, you know, she's a big city girl, too. She definitely sees the bigger picture with it. And these prices have just almost put a stamp on it where it's like, you know, I feel like I'm going to get some extra freebie hunts and a little less chores going on uh, this coming season with the way things are. hundred percent. I was reflecting back and I think I referenced this last year in the we did one podcast with with you guys my my uncle who was in his 70s had shot a couple deer within a couple days of each other and took them into um we i don't know if you call them locker plants you know process like a butcher shop type setting and had had them you know they skinned them and you know cut them up packaged them but he also had summer sausage and snack sticks made right and they lived next door to my mom and my mom was telling me that the bill the bill for those two deer was $750. Now that was before what's going on economically speaking, right? But you think about that does the average hunter you know, I'm guessing 75% of the hunting community is not going to be able to afford 700 plus dollars to process two animals, right? No, on top of every single other expense that's went into that. 
correct. You get you're tracking with me. So that's where I want to I want to make sure if people have hung on and listened this long that there is a solution and they may not even know about the solution because if you've never been shown, if you've never been explained that you can get into equipment inexpensive, you know, very cheap. Um, you co-op it a lot. You know, we spent decades co-oping equipment, right, with our hunting buddies, friends, and family. You know, there's there's solutions to be had, but you can literally pay for that equipment in a matter of four, five, six deer, and now you own it, right? You own it from that point forward. It paid for itself. So it's, it is an investment. This is not something you have to sell yourself, right? Like I, I hear guys, we all joke with, with our wives. It's like, well, I shoot these deer to feed the family. But then when you factor in the pickup truck, the ATV, the cameras, the batteries, the arrows, the broadheads, the food plots, you know, this, this venison could be like a hundred dollars per pound, right? Oh yeah. Tags, time. Yeah, Exactly. So it is for those of us that that hunt, we get it. It's part of our lifestyle. But the reason why we do it is still we 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 put that meat in our freezer. That's the bottom line. And now with the economy, I want to shout from the mountaintops that you can curb your costs and still get, you know, bring your focus back to why you're really doing this right Because at the end of the day, I remember old timers, I'm 54, Justin. I remember, I remember my grandpa and my dad, you'd hear them say things like, well, you can't eat the antlers, right? (laughs) Can't eat those horns, those deer antlers. And and I'd laugh, right? And, but yet you lay in bed dreaming about the biggest possible buck you can put your hands on. And, And I think we're in a time right now where hunters are going to literally be evaluating, hey, I need to put some some of these deer in the freezer, and I need to do it fast, right? And I, I want them to know Charlie and I are here for them. We can walk you through that every step of the way. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And, and that's why this is the great, the the best idea for this podcast, this beginning podcast for this month of June. Um you know, for those that have hung on and they're still listening here, uh, we are wrapping up. But this whole month is going to be seasoned butcher. We're gonna we're gonna have everything from what kind of equipment you need to. Uh, we're gonna have podcasts. We're gonna have live webinars. The the information is gonna be there. If if we don't cover something, please shoot me an email. Uh, hit up Jim. Hit up Charlie um, at the Season Butcher. But reach out to me too at justin at com. I will definitely talk to Jim and Charlie if you if you haven't yourself. Um, we'll get the information y'all need. This month's going to be field to table. Um, we're going to be covering that so that come hunting season, you, you don't need to watch a YouTube video. You don't, you don't need to, uh, you know, if you want to, obviously order some seasoning, but you're going to have all this stuff ready in the summertime so that during hunting season, you can actually focus on the harvest part, um, and then we'll do all the hard stuff after. But you know the the education and the products, the good products behind it, um, are to me the summer's the best time to learn that. Um, and I know that guys agree. Also, uh, we have a little bit more time. We're able to do a little bit more things. So that's why we dedicated this month uh, to the season butcher. I mean, obviously they earn their feature partner spot. These are people that are, are pillars of the community and that we. Uh, strive to put out there, not just somebody that is is wants to put some marketing dollars in. Um, but 
guys, I, I, we kind of asked this question already of how important the field to table lifestyle is. Um, so I just kind of want to move on and, and we can definitely, if you feel like you need to touch on it more, but I, I think both of you guys have, have really hit that great. And, and I hope the listeners, uh, feel that way too, but kind of tell us what the future is looking like for the season butcher, um, as far as what you guys have planned for, for the next few months or for the next year. You want to take a crack at that, Charles? Or and I tell you what, obviously you don't need to give us uh, those tidbit secrets of of things that you know you don't want to put out yet. But just just kind of curious, um, you know, especially with prices, are are you guys going to continue down the route you're going? Or yeah, well, the future for the season butcher here is uh, sometimes we fly by the seat of our shorts. You know, <laughs> it depends on what we kill and what seasons are open at what times. Um, as you guys probably see, if you guys haven't come to our YouTube channel and check us out, but as is Turkey season right now, we're trying to post contents that are relatable to the time of seasons that most of the country is in. So going forwards, we're just, we got three more weeks here of Turkey season going on here in Wisconsin. That's where we're from. Granted, some of the other States are already shutting down, but we still got a few more hunts we're working on that we want to get up. We got a couple more meat videos. Um, one of the biggest ones I'm pretty excited about is not only do we have the Luke Hilgerman clip that's coming out with the Polish sausage, we actually calibr- uh, collaborated with him and his kids came up and made it. We're actually going to make a how to make your own fresh wild turkey Polish sausage. And I'm going to have a turkey bacon clip, that video how-to, going to be coming out. But then we're into the summertime. So over the summertime, we're going to hit back on some of our natural things. You know, don't, don't get us wrong. We eat a lot of wild game, but also we like some of that domestic foods. I mean, we all kind of like ribs. We like the summertime oh, yeah. food, pulled pork. We are going to touch on some of that. But then come July 4th, guess what? We're going to hop right into our deer stuff. We're going to be starting to work on our videos, deer summer sausage, snack sticks, venison bacon, you know, different products out of that deer so everybody can gear up towards fall time and have an idea when they go out in that field. No no different than guys have an idea what broadhead they're going to shoot, what bow they're going to shoot. Well, we want to give you an idea already pre ahead of time. What do you want to make out of that harvest? What do you have in the back of your mind you want to try, you know? So we're going to have some of that stuff coming out leading before fall time even hits here. You know, that's that's awesome, too, for the, for the fact of, um, you know, I know you guys have, have been dropping some birds now and you've got a lot of stuff coming out. Um, but to me, it's almost like I'm over here licking my chops because I'm like, man, I can just see myself in the woods just picturing – uh, the, 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 all the stuff I'm going to do with this year's, uh, venison, um, fresh venison that I'm going to, that I'm going to harvest. And I'm just going to be sitting there watching it. Uh, my, my, I might have to, uh, definitely keep my finger away from that trigger because it's going <laughs> to and make sure I keep my management in play if the, you know, since I do have some meat in the freezer, just because I'm going to be wanting to, to take the first thing that steps out. <laughs> right. Right. Take it. Not only with the videos, and stuff like that but we're going to be adding more products as we expand we we are going to be adding more products to our website 
you know, a few more different seasonings, flavors, stuff like that. So we are expanding because we are new. We just didn't put everything out there at once. This is a slow build as it goes. So as a company wise, we're slowly rounding out some extra people coming on. Uh, if you want to call them seasoned butcher field staff. So we are adding a few guys that can help, you know, because this is what people don't realize is this whole thing. Everything that you see takes a team to put together. This is a very much group family team oriented uh, business. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And, and I know, I definitely know that you guys have, you know, put a lot of work into it. It's definitely not one or, or two people. But for for y'all, uh, for the listeners, next podcast that we're going to have out, um, so this will be next week, uh, we are going to have Jim and Charlie back on. Uh, they're going to be telling us how to make the most. So, you know, we, we've talked about um, you know what's been going on with the season butcher. We we talked about the field to table lifestyle and how it's so important. But we're gonna dive into it a little deeper on the next episode, and we're actually gonna to show you and we'll tell you how to make the most of uh, your season harvest. It's definitely including the turkey um, that have been taken uh, from you guys. I know what you said. You were at eleven. Is that what it was? And then also uh, white tail deer. Yeah, hundred percent. We're actually at twelve as of this morning. <laughs> so we're at twelve. So we definitely get to see. Um, we'll definitely get to see some amazing turkey products put out. Um, but guys, I'll let you guys wrap it up here. Um, tell the listeners where can they reach you? What's uh, what's your website um, if they want some products? And um, also from the service side point, uh, we are going to be having a live webinar, which I will put in the show notes for those that want to attend. Um, it's going to be the season butcher. Uh, we're going to be going over some some things there. Um, as far as basic equipment and just that field to table lifestyle, we're not gonna. I'm not gonna sit here and put a whole outline out because if we know what the people want, we want to make sure we give them and and uh, we want to keep that uh, open ended and flexible in case there's some some topics that that others want to listen to. But uh, guys, I'll let you guys wrap it up and take it away here and, and tell our listeners where they can reach you. Sure, absolutely. So let's start with the big one, YouTube. Just go to YouTube and type in The Seasoned Butcher, and we appreciate you subscribing and, of course, uh, plugging in with us there. Facebook, which we aggressively are building out because it's it really reaches our audience as well. Um, you can find us at the page is The Seasoned Butcher. Um, we've got some plans in the future to create a group page, but I, I'll, I'll wait to let that cat out of the bag later. Um, and then Instagram go to uh, the underscore season butcher and you can go ahead and follow us on Instagram as well. And feel free to reach out to us uh, through any of those mechanisms. Um, if, you know, if you're part of service side and I would hope you are, you can message us through there as well. And uh, if you can't find us in anything I just described, reach out to Justin and he can put you in touch with us as well. Yep, for for sure. I'll uh, we we talk all the time. They're in the old personal cell phone, so um, you know we're definitely more than just partners. We're we're friends, so I can definitely you know we both 
both us and the season butcher, you know, us at Service Site and the season butcher, we want the we want people to make the most of their experience. I'm, I, you guys have heard us say it a million times, but um, you know, none of us are out here doing it for the money. I I couldn't I could care less what kind of uh, dollar signs are, are coming through. It's it's about providing the what we can um, and using our networking and experience and and just life to to help those um and get the most out of things so that that you can live that uh same lifestyle and also have the same feeling um that we all know like i said when you know you know that feeling of of providing or just being outdoors you know 100 percent, justin yes but sir guys i really appreciate y'all jumping on um do you guys have any hot takes you want to end us with or are we all good to go I'm not sure I know what that is, Justin. So pretty um, much what, what a hot take is, is um, this is this is at least my my verbiage behind it. But, um, you know, in a couple sentences, kind of let our viewers know, um, you know, what they should take from this episode. Absolutely. I can I can sum it up quick. If you if you desire to live the field of table lifestyle, it does not matter if you come in with zero experience or you've been there, done that. We feel like we have something to help you with. And um, all you have to do is take that first step. I mean, it's really that simple. I mean, if you you truly want to up your game on your table fare and not just have it like Charlie alluded to, nothing worse than seeing posts on Facebook. You know, we throw those turkeys in the ditch or run them over with the truck. I, we're like, you got to be kidding me when we're making products that legitimately are a 10 out of 10. So if that's you... If that describes you, then then we feel like we've we've got a home for you. For sure, that's that's a beautiful hot take. I love it. That's great, and um, we appreciate everyone listening in. I'll have the show notes updated here with all the information y'all need, and uh, you're listening to Whitetail Theories podcast.